0: Hello, hello. Um, So welcome back for a new episode. I have definitely been taking a look at the polls. And it seems like um, some of you guys wanted to know more about Creole linguistics. And um, I definitely think there's so much to talk about so much to explore. um, And so much that I'm still um, learning myself. Um, So I know I whenever I talk about like the linguistic context of Louisiana, whenever you read an article about uh, the languages, of of louisiana uh, both historical and current a lot of people preface with the fact that it's a complicated situation um that's true um louisiana is not isolated in that it has this complex uh, linguistic situation going on um we see in other places such as haiti and Guadeloupe that uh within those single regions we see pretty significant linguistic diversity and what do we mean by that essentially in louisiana you can go from like Coupee right over to saint landry and people are both speaking louisiana creole but the grammar is has significant differences and stuff like that right and so um what i wanted to talk about today was essentially the fact that the lines do get a little blurred uh between creole and french and also in addition to that we see that a lot of people are kind of referring to their language and with the i guess the same la- label as their ethnicity but that's not always the most accurate and what do i mean by that super interestingly. Just because you are Creole doesn't mean that the language you speak is Creole. Just because you are Cajun doesn't mean that your family was speaking Cajun French, right? Does that make sense? And I, I think um, Thomas, uh, Dr. Thomas um, Linger really has an article that really like, encompass that very well. It's called Do Creoles Speak Creole? Where he talks about the notion that there are some people who identify ethnically as Creole, but they don't speak Creole. They're speaking um, French, right? And there are some people who are identifying as Cajun or French, but they don't speak. That's not what they're speaking. They're actually speaking Creole. So um, I think before we get into that, it's necessary to really um, talk about what's going on in Louisiana. So what I like to do to help people explain is I draw a line, and I say on the far left, we are going to have a language that is called Louisiana Creole, okay And that and then on the far right we're going to have maybe uh, French and we're gonna actually say that this is uh, what we call um, in linguistics français de référence, which kind of translates to referential French, I guess, but like it when we say français de référence, We're referring to the fact that this is like kind of a new name for standard French. Um, Standard French is um, sometimes avoided now because it's a little bit uh, derogatory. Um, And then maybe uh, in the middle of Louisiana Creole and and Francais de Reference, we have what um, Dr. Kalinger described as And i really like this descriptor because it's really clear and it encompasses a lot it's called louisiana regional french okay and so this refers to the regional variety of the french language that is spoken in french right so louisiana regional french is french it is just a a type of french that is spoken in louisiana uh, Louisiana Creole is a different language. It is a uh, it is yeah, a different a different language that uh, it's spoken a little bit in, in in um in Louisiana, right? And so um what we have is that there are there are these varieties, right? And some are a little closer to others, like obviously Louisiana regional French is, you know, pretty close to French and a lot closer to French than Louisiana Creole, right? And so if we talk about like, you know, it's kind of hard to sometimes define what is what, because how, what we see going on in Louisiana is that a lot of the Creole speakers and a lot of the Francophones are in contact with each other and they've been in contact with each other for quite some time. So there is, there is, you know, there is influence. Uh, The Creole speakers are influencing the French speakers. The French speakers are influencing the Creole speakers. So there are some people that when they speak, it is a kind of a a mix between there's a little bit of Creole, there's a little bit of French um, because they kind of grew up around both. And so, for in a, in a single individual, we're not really seeing um, maybe a, a clear of a distinction between the two languages, right? And this is not always the case if we look around the world. If we look um, in some parts of the world where, like, for example, if you go to Martinique, for example, or Guadeloupe, uh, where, let's just say, it's a very, it's a, you know... Um, or even maybe this it will be more evident in, in Haiti, for example, where you have okay, this is Creole and this is French, and they are kind of like two entities that are. I mean, obviously they're still going to be influenced uh, by each other, but they're they're still kept distinct. In Louisiana, we we have um, you know, it's almost like a continuum. Where some people are speaking, you know, as I've suggested earlier, not quite Creole, but not quite French. And so it gets kind of complicated to say, well, what are you speaking And That's why the census, um, you know, they don't really differentiate between the two, quite frankly. And so that's why we don't really know how many people speak Creole in Louisiana. We don't. And we don't really know how many people speak French in Louisiana either. We just know that there is a group, still not very large, um, you know, under 10% of the population uh, that speaks something that is not English, be it French or Creole, right? And so, hear this. Uh, Historically, right, a lot of uh, white Creoles, especially after the Civil War, they began to identify as Cajun, and you might say, "Why?" Uh, well, simply, Cajun was something that really didn't have any sort of ambiguity, right? It was kind of just like, "All right, well, if you're Cajun, that's white, and that's, and that's that's all right." <laughs> Oh, how that rhymes! But but you know what I mean. Like, there's no ambiguity. But the the case with white creoles is a lot of people had to kind of, you know, maybe wonder. Well, okay, you look white, but are you? You know, are you like white white? Are you are you a little mixed? Maybe is you might have like a grandfather or great grandmother that might be black. Is that so? For a lot of white creoles in the 1800s, identifying now as Cajun. Was something that allowed them to really kind of emphasize their whiteness and avoid any awkward situations of people might that uh, might confuse them for someone who is mixed race or confuse them with uh, the uh, non-white population in Louisiana who also uh, were you know using the Creole designation, right? Um, And so, what you had was white Creoles, they were now, some of them, Cajun, but, you know, what what are they, like, ethnically, what is their ancestry? They are still Creole, and so guess what? They speak. They were speaking Creole. So, now you have this group of people who are Cajun, and now down the line, look, their descendants nowadays, their descendants might be identifying as Cajun because that's what maybe their great, great grandparents or great, great grandparents did, whatever, whatever. And, but they are, they are, they, the language that they're speaking at home or whatever it may be is actually Creole. Right. And they don't know it. And so it's not maybe such like a conscious decision. That's another topic that, you know, I'm going to discuss right now as well. Um a lot of white Cajuns who are not identifying as Creole um, or not saying that they speak Creole and saying that they speak French instead, they might not know that this is, this this might not be a conscious decision on their part. This was a perhaps conscious decision on their ancestors who wanted to kind of reinforce their white identity but now they don't know that they don't know that they may know that but they very well may not and so all they know is they heard from their parents that oh we're cajun and we speak french and so they're like all right i'm cajun and i speak french because that's all they've ever known they don't know maybe that the the history that went on and so even some of you guys who are listening maybe you have all your life been a, a, you know identifying as cajun but you're really maybe maybe that's not the best um Term for your ethnicity, um, because Cajun really um, kind of referred to people of Acadian descent, right? And so you have to look at your ancestry. Are you? Do you have Acadian ancestors that settled in Louisiana after when they got their asses kicked out of Canada? If is that the case or not? If that is your case, then yeah, you are definitely Cajun SL, well. and you know that's, then you're, you know, you're identifying with the right thing. But if you're seeing that you are from a part of Louisiana that never really had Acadian settlers, or that when you look into your own personal ancestry, that none of your ancestors came over from Canada, then you probably kind of sort of maybe aren't Cajun. And maybe you're family is one of those white creoles that just decided to identify as cajun for you know um for the reasons that i discussed before right okay 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 so another group of people uh we have are uh the creoles right um creole is uh, really um common uh as an ethnic descriptor really common um i mean th- there are definitely some people who are identifying as white creole still there are definitely some white people are still identifying as creole so don't act like you know all white creoles suddenly just changed their ethnicity that's not the case um so i have met people um who identified as a white creole before and so yeah moving on to the next thing there are some creole individuals in creole like i um i started to say what is um, I would say um, nowadays, very common um, ide- ethnic uh, descriptor among people of mixed and Black uh, backgrounds. Um, but I think what a lot of people need to know is that um, not everyone who is a Black person in Louisiana who has a Francophone sort of background is Creole, right? Um, even though that might often be the case, it's not always the case. There are some people who are, you know, um, more were so Cajun, um, but because a lot of Black people, you know, were identifying as Creole, they just started to identify as such, even though that's not their particular ancestry, right? And so um, we could look at the the Creoles, right? So if you are identifying, meaning your ethnicity is Creole, but you are because of uh, where you live, maybe you live in a really Cajun area, or maybe your ancestry is actually more so Cajun, you might actually be speaking, uh, what we call um, French. And some people might refer to it as Cajun French or uh, regional Louisiana Louisiana French, right? Um, Okay. And if you really want to get into it, uh, you might say, what is the difference between Cajun French and uh, regional Louisiana French? Well, here's the thing. There are some people who speak French in Louisiana who are not speaking Cajun French, they're speaking um, or, I mean, it's going to be a little bit different, right? Because you have to realize that Cajun French, and like I said, Cajun, it really, um, a big, I guess, component of being Cajun is having that Acadian ancestry. So there are some people in Louisiana who don't have Acadian ancestry and so their french is not influenced by acadian french but it's still not quite the same french that is spoken like c'est pas le français de référence tu vois it's not like like the standard french but it, it, so it's still regional like uh, it's still a louisiana french but it's not it's a little we, we you know it's a little bit different and i read in an article that um just Louisiana Regional French is kind of like an encompassing term that is used to refer to both Cajun French as well as any other French that is spoken in Louisiana. And again, like I said, any other French. So that does not include Creole, okay? Uh, But Cajun French and other French. Um, Okay, so... um, yeah, so that basically explains, like, why we have, I guess, that confusion, right? So, um, we talked about how, um, essentially, there are, like, just to summarize, because I know, like, these kind of get long and they kind of get confusing. So, again, what are your takeaways, right? In Louisiana, there exists a linguistic continuum where... Some people aren't really speaking Creole, and they're also not really speaking French. They're speaking something that has traits of either of of the two. Okay? That's one point. Um, So that makes things complicated. Number two is that there are some Creole-identifying people that don't speak Creole. They speak French. Okay? Number three, they there are some Cajun-identifying people that do not speak Cajun French. They speak Creole, okay? Um, so I I was going to end there, but I just remembered I wanted to share part of uh, this video that is on uh, Louisiana uh, French, uh, which is a YouTube channel. Um, you know, great YouTube channel. They showed it, a clip of Laura, uh, what is her name, Laura Melanson, Um Laura, uh, Melanson, uh, who was speaking creole and her creole was really great and i'm and it's a short clip it's only about 25 seconds but i really wanted you guys to hear it and and listen to some of the stuff she said if you do understand uh, creole <laughs> but if you don't i'm going to kind of translate some of it uh-huh était star sunset et puis il était tout complètement parlé l'autre moi moi ah et maintenant tu 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 préfères pas les cajun au créole cajun d'après moi parce qu'il y en a plus qui parle cajunster OK so i i thought that was a really interesting clip uh, sorry clip when i uh, when i heard it because i saw this uh, woman who Well, you know, to me, she appears to be a white woman, and she was speaking Creole, you know, very well. And that's not surprising in Louisiana, right? Um, Excuse me. So there was a study. Okay, let me see if I could find... So Vladimir and Kalinger released a study in 1997. Um, I believe it came from... Where did it come from? I, I forgot the name of it, but in Vladimir Klinger's 1997 study, they reported that 25% of Creole speakers identify as white. That is a really, really high number because guess what? You go to the Caribbean and you're going to see very few white uh, Creole speakers. And you might say, why is that? Well, simply think about what. how did Creole become a thing? Creole, right, uh, became a thing because you know, during uh, slavery and everything, you had a lot of um, uh, Africans speak various languages that were um, imported into, um, you know, uh, the Americas, and they had contact with um various European languages, most notably French. And eventually, because of the contact of the two, you started to see among the slave enslaved populations, Uh, a new language being born after you know several years of exposure that was Creole, right? So no, this didn't happen overnight. It sounds kind of like obviously crazy. You're like, well, how does the language just kind of be born? Well, you have to realize that we're talking about several, several years, right? It takes usually like a generation or a few for this to happen. So it's not like overnight, Um, but that's how it happened. And so really Creole was something mainly... Uh, spoken by the enslaved uh, populations and, you know, later the free black populations as well because they were learning it from uh, a lot of the time from their enslaved mothers uh, and stuff like that. Anyway, uh, but in Louisiana, uh, interestingly, you do see a number of white people who are speaking, who speak Creole. And you might say, why is that? Well, um, okay. So uh, Louisiana, like I said, Um, Well, I didn't say this this time, but uh, many of you know that Louisiana has a pretty, um, had a pretty significant free, uh, free people of color population, right? So what would happen is that a lot of, okay, so this was a common theme in Louisiana. This is not the a, you know, this is not the case for everyone, but this is how things would happen, right? You would maybe have um a a, a black woman who was enslaved, and maybe she would enter into a relationship uh, with uh, her white uh, enslaver, right? And so, they maybe would have a children who were now free people of color, right? And so, um, or let's just say, and this is what would happen early on, that the children were still enslaved because remember the law because of Le Code Noir, which was like the French law that kind of like regulated all the legal um, stuff regarding slavery and everything at the time uh, when Louisiana was a French colony. OK, and it, it, you know, they kind of uh, retained a lot of the um, rules and regulations even after Louisiana's uh, colonial um, time in Louisiana ended. Um, so the. Let's just say you had an enslaved woman, had children with the enslaver. Now those children are enslaved. OK, maybe those children went on to have uh, maybe one of the girls, uh, went on to have a child with her master, right? Or her enslaver. So now you have someone who is essentially uh, 75% European. Maybe that person would be freed, right? And this person uh, who's 75% European would, um, I don't know, uh, have children with uh, sometimes a white person or sometimes another person of color of the same more or less uh, racial makeup. And so um, I saw that firsthand in the case of, you know, my one side of my family, where it all started where my ninth grade grandmother, who was from the Senegambia region, um, she had a a child with um, her white enslaver. Okay, and then my eighth grade grandmother had a child with her white enslaver. Okay. And so my seventh great grandmother, who was 75% European, had a child with her, well, with, with a, um, not her enslaver, but um, with a white man. Okay. And so now that child was what? I can't even do the math at this point. One eighth black. And I have, uh, I just read recently that that girl, that daughter, right? My seventh great grandmother's daughter actually. Uh, one of them, you know, uh, married a white man or something like that. So now that child is one sixteenth black. OK, and um, and so essentially you had that going on until now in present time, you have people who are extremely European uh, and they're still they still speak Creole because. The, the language was passed down. Maybe that original Black mother passed it on to her mixed kid and then that mixed kid passed it on to the mixed kid and blah, blah, blah. This wasn't the situation for everyone, but this is just an example of how we can get um, that 25% of the Creole population in Louisiana was, um, you know, Creole-speaking. Because, you know, a, a lot of the free... Uh, People of uh, color did, in fact, uh, uh, speak Creole um, and did, in in you know, um, inherit quite a bit of culture from their black, uh, perhaps also enslaved mothers and passed that on to their children. That was described a lot in um, the Sybil Kynes uh, book um, that I referred to in my last um, podcast. Anyway, so got kind of distracted, um but I think that was important to talk about right so you know the this w- woman in the clip that i I showed the youtube clip, you know a Creole was very good she said creole. creole I was raised Creole. but then she talked about how her husband fait uh, fait l'ot hier, which is more so like mo lot morière is like he made me speak uh, the other way, or he would make me speak um, the other way. And by other way, I am assuming, based on what I, uh, uh, you know, analyzed in the video, is that she was raised Creole. She came from a Creole-speaking family, but she married uh, this man who is more so Cajun, maybe spoke Cajun French, and then she's saying that her husband would kind of try to get her to speak um, and encourage her to speak Cajun French instead of Creole. And that's super interesting because, you know, when we talk about, like, the hierarchy, uh, because there was a hierarchy of languages where you had Louisiana Creole on the bottom. It was really described in a lot of negative terms, like, neg Uh, uh, you know, and all this, like, you know, derogatory language because it was described as the language of the slaves and all of this type of stuff. So it's at the bottom of the hierarchy. Then you had Cajun French, which was like, all right, it's still French, French is a white language, all right, whatever, but it's still not, you know, it's, the you know, those Cajuns in a country, you know, so that was stigmatized as well a little bit. And on top, you had, like, le français de référence, the standard French that was like, okay, boom, you know, top dog, I guess you could say. But it is kind of sad to see that, like, I mean, it's not inherently sad, but it it could have been if her husband was, like, kind of forcing her to speak Cajun French because maybe he had his own bias against Creole that, you know, that it's like, ooh, like, why are you talking like those Negroes? Why are you talking like you know, like a slave, like crazy things that you might hear people saying when referring to Creole. Um, But I know this got really long and it could have been, you know, really confusing. But like I said, I'm just going to end it here. Um, So the main point is that, you know, your family might not have been speaking French if they were ethnically Creole. They probably were speaking Creole. And I mean. That That's that. I mean, some people referred to it as French because, you know, they wanted to seem more, you know, I guess more white adjacent or simply, I think, and this could be the majority of cases, they didn't know any different. Maybe they, they always refer to their language as such, because if you think about it, if you're if you're speaking a language and you, you don't you know, you never hear people describe the name of it or maybe your parents incorrectly t- say that, oh, this language we speak is French when it's actually Creole. You're going to think you're speaking French when you're really not because you, you've never learned any better. But that's about it. Definitely. Thank you for watching. um Well, not watching, I guess listening. <laughs> but yeah. Bye bye.